0: what's up video landers i'm your host brad hawkins and calling into the studio tonight is ryan smith what's up ryan hey what's going on man oh man it's all good thanks for joining us to all of our listeners welcome to adventures in video land tonight ryan is going to give us his thoughts on dr sleep which i haven't seen yet So I'm really looking forward to this conversation tonight. But first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at AdventuresInVideoLand. We are critics with attitude, which means, Ryan, we might use inappropriate language. And spoiler alert, I haven't seen the movie, but Ryan is going to spoil it for us. All right, Ryan, you're a big fan of The Shining, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. One of, my, one of my favorite horror movies. So you went to an advanced screening of Dr. Sleep, and after you watched the movie, you sent me a message saying, I just saw Dr. Sleep. I think you may be surprised. Um, I asked you if it was good. I got a little excited because I wasn't expecting much from this movie, especially from the trailers. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is cool. We Another good movie in 2019. And then you let it sit for a minute, and then you got back and you said... You said, it's maybe the worst film of the year. It shits all over The Shining in ways that I didn't expect. It's garbage. I want you to see it just so you can see how much fuckery has gone into this movie. And then, and then, a few days later, you told me on the phone that you wanted to see it a second time so you could hate it more. (laughs) Does that sum it up? Yeah, that
1: that sums up. Yeah, that, that, that pretty much sums it up.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good. Something. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you uh, did you see it a second time? I did. I did see it a second time. Did you and, hate uh, Did you hate yeah. it more?
1: Um, I I yes and
0: no. Okay. Yes and no. All right no. let's Let's start with some critic headlines. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm gonna read one, and then you give me your thoughts. Okay. Yes. Alright, so I don't know what any of this means. I just kind of picked some things from you know, like Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, all that shit, right? So, Rose the Hat will no doubt enter the Horror Icon Hall of Fame.
1: Um, Okay, Rose the Hat, look, uh, uh, Rose the Hat is at uh, is best like middle tier horror villain in my opinion uh, but but again for a sequel or for a sequel to the shining she's she's terrible she's like <laughs> oh my god dude i like, can't yeah, i'm sorry yeah
0: quick thoughts uh, i disagree with that okay <laughs> you know, so so line. no horror <laughs> icon here she's not gonna She's not going to be in the Hall of Fame with Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, any no, of that shit. Oh Jesus, fuck no. <laughs> uh, Jesus, no. fuck no. no. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. so you ready for the next one? Yes, yes, please. All right, Doctor Sleep is a triumph of sheer terror. Oh, Jesus. There's, <laughs> dude, even if you like the movie, say it's not scary. It's not scary. There's no terror. There's no terror in Doctor Sleep. I don't care who you are. No. No. That's horseshit shit too. That's horseshit shit too. Okay. That's our shit as well. And uh one more, all right. Yeah. A visual stunner with a magnificent villain. Are they talking about Rose the Hat again there? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Man, people uh, yeah. are loving the villain, Ryan. Yeah. Are you sure yeah. you're they, not wrong? Look, I'm going to look. Here's what I here's what I'll say, okay? I'll say that whatever Michelle
1: Ferguson or something like that, or Rebecca Ferguson, I think her name was, the actress, you know, look, she, she gives, she gives a fine performance,
0: okay? Is this the chick, is this this the chick from uh, Mission Impossible? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 Yeah. she's, uh, look, she, she does her job, she does her job well, but the character is, is, uh, is garbage. So, um, and
1: as far as what was, what was the other
0: part perfect quote besides her, a, a visual stunner, visual,
1: oh, visual stunner,
0: yeah, <laughs> um, are they yeah, talking, so is I that the, uh, is that the Kubrick stuff they're talking about that they shoehorned in here? No, no, no. Okay. There's, there's a couple, no, 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 there's there's a couple neat shots, don't get me wrong, this isn't like, this isn't total visual trash, um, you know, there's a couple neat shots, that's about the extent of it though, there's nothing. There's nothing to blow anybody away in this movie. Sorry. So what else has this director done? Um,
1: so let's see. He did he, he did Oculus, which was one of his... I don't know if it was his first feature, If it was one of his first ones. And the critics, apparently, it got some buzz, I remember. So Oculus, and then he did... Um, ah, shit. He did one other... He did at least one
0: or two other... Uh, horror movies um, he did something in a franchise now I can't remember so not a big the not last, a big director then no the, the last thing that he did uh, was the like uh, house on Haunting Hill or something like that for Netflix oh okay
1: this, yeah which you know um,
0: <laughs> I watched, t- I watched I, yeah I watched the first episode of that and I said this is not for me I watched because. two and I said this isn't for me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and and if you know if you're familiar with that show, then honestly, if, I, I don't know. It's this movie. I'll say this: the, the movie's quality is better than that show's quality, but they they actually share a very similar look. Um. But anyway, because yeah, I because so, I know so. nothing about Doctor Sleep except for the trailers. Because I'm right there with you. Shining's one of my favorite horror films of all time. And I'm sorry. There's no way, you know, in my mind that this could compare, you know. Um, right. And but then I started hearing, uh, man, page after page after page on the internet. Uh, Video Land blew up with all these mm-hmm. positive reviews, and then I have this one guy whispering in my ear, telling me that it's yeah. Jesus. It's garbage. And that that's <laughs> and that's that's you. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's so me, and, yes. Good. And, Good. Go so. A lot, I think, we can agree, a lot of critics and fans are digging this movie, correct? Yes. Yeah, I would say that I would say that this this movie is generally uh, well-received. All right.
1: Most people like this
0: movie. All right. I want to share a video land post, if I could, from Todd Pult. Yep. I do not know Todd Pult. I'm going to skip around a little bit, but he said, Dr. Sleep joins that rare echelon of sequels, um, after watching Dr. Sleep, I truly believe that this is what happened to little Danny as a grown-up, and those vaping vampires exist in the same Kubrickian world of guys in bear suits blowing waiters in hotels. So um, so let's just go up real quick. Dr. Sleep joins that rare echelon of sequels. Mm-hmm. You disagree. So, okay. So
1: I, I do disagree. I, I think it joins... The echelon of many sequels that try and take um, that try and take an idea in the first one. Oh, let that take the the wrong elements and run with them. Like you know, this is a movie. This is a movie that that takes some of the supernatural elements and tries to expound expand them. Which I don't mind the idea of trying that, but um, uh, but yeah, I, there's, there is something that I'll say about what he said that I, um, that I can generally agree with. Okay. And that is, that is the character of Danny. You know, Danny's journey through this movie is that he, he has himself become an alcoholic and he's, he's following in his father's footsteps, unfortunately. But like, you know, that's where we see him when we meet him. He's down in the dumps. He's a super drunk and, uh, and he's been suppressing, that the alcohol also suppresses his ability to shine. He's running from the shining. he's running from his path, all that. And so, you know, his, his whole thing is to try and get out of that. I agree. I could totally see that that's where Danny would go. That's the story of Danny. I'm with that. It's pretty much everything else. that doesn't make any (laughs)
0: fucking sense. So do you think Um. that this connects to the shining good enough? Do you think this makes um, a good double feature with The Shining? I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't and I, and in, and it's because of
1: this there's, there's several reasons and I, I don't know how many I don't know how many posts you want to run through. I mean, if I start yammering, I'm just going
0: to Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to go. So, okay. Take it, baby. Um, I'll just tell you, man, how this uh, on a, on
1: like a basic plot level, I understand how someone would say that this you know, continues the story of The Shining. Well, again, we've got Danny. Where does Danny go after that? He's traumatized of what happens to traumatized people. They fall into despair. You know, okay, I'm with that. Um, Then there's just The Shining in general, like the power of The Shining. What happens to this kid with The Shining? Are there other people that have The Shining? It's Like, yeah, okay, fine. Obviously, you know, you, you follow that. You're, what are you going to do? Are you going to have a Shining sequel and not talk about The Shining itself or have... The Shining is a central piece of it. Of course, you are makes sense, okay? But it's 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 the tone of the movie that it's the tone, and it's the 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 new characters introduced, and the the way that they like <laughs> you try and like make sense of The Shining, and it becomes something that that is just far removed from the experience of the Shining film. Um, and the best way that I could describe it is that you know the The Shining, the first Shining, is so much about like just that psychological breakdown. It's about terror. It's about dread. You know, and you're watching uh, Jack Torrance. You know, uh, slowly. Uh, you know, you're watching this this evil place take him over and take advantage of his weaknesses and his insecurities and his, his, and his past. And that's that's the thing, watching him crumble and then you know and, and it's, it's dreadful. And But this movie is just, it's such a sequel. It's like, it's such it, it falls in the sequel is so bad where it's just like, hey, you know, The Shining. The Shining's cool, you know. So let's just, you know, we'll, we'll deal with The Shining. Like, the Shining's like a superpower. And, uh, uh, you know, these, uh, and in evil, evil wants to, wants to, um, uh, consume, you know, that shine that, you know, that, that energy. And it moves from like, it literally goes from in the first movie where you could say the hotel is feeding off someone's energy. And, you know, when you say that people just kind of understand what that means, you know, it's like, it's just you know, it's just kind of soaking it in and it's it's absorbing it. But then you get to this movie and it's like, no, no. They literally physically absorb someone's shine. Like, they call it steam and it's literal physical steam that exits someone's body and someone sucks it up and eats
0: it. Like, Hmm. that's where it goes from one thing to something else. And it becomes stupid so you don't you like, it's like you don't like that vaping vampires exist in this same world no. like
1: I, no I mean I, I just do there it's, it's, it's different things and look if you want to expand it that way I guess like I can kind of take it but I don't I don't like it but um, where it all falls apart um, as far as the shiny connection, is when at the end of the movie, the third act, we go back to the hotel, and the handful of of characters that we might remember from The Shining. So the the uh, uh, the not the butler, but uh, Grady, the old caretaker who you know who now you know is serving drinks. Mm-hmm. You get him. You get the Grady twins. You get the old woman in the sh- in the bathtub. And you get, uh, I don't know, like, one of the party guests that, I don't know, got hit, like, chopped with an axe in the head or something like that. And you get those people that you know, and they, they kill a character. They kill Rose. That's where Rose dies. She gets consumed by them. They hold her down and hurt her, and steam comes out of her mouth and they consume it.
0: So they shine her?
1: And it's, they they take her steam. It's
0: okay.
1: Her energy. Her spiritual energy.
0: So, so, and okay. It's this,
1: it's this, thing where it's like, now these characters, where this is never, the, the hotel, supposedly the hotel, that's what they want. That's what, every, everything wants. They want that. They want the steam. That's what the, the, the new villains in this movie want. That's what the the ghosts of the Overlook want, and it's like none of when you go back and watch shining, it's like none of it makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like if they if they want steam so bad, and people who shine have steam, and that's like that's what they want. That's what you want so bad that you crave. Why why are they fucking with Jack Torrance? Like yeah, why yeah. do they want Jack so bad? The whole thing about the first movie is that hotel consuming Jack Torrance that's what happens in that movie it consumes him and the 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 children and the wife are threats to that so that's why the hotels like, you know kill him. it's like you know Grady talks to me he's like you know they you know the you know my my family wanted to leave and they tried to burn the hotel down and I corrected them like, it's the hotel protecting itself. It's the hotel once. Wants... <laughs> but now? No, it's something completely different. It's just, no, 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 no. It's, it's literally, it's just ghosts that want to eat your soul. Hmm.
0: Now, let like, me. Literally, like, literally, it's stupid. So, let me say this. Like, from watching the trailer, my favorite moments from the trailer was the Shining stuff, you know? When you see uh-huh. uh, all the Kubrick images. So when you're in the when you're in the hotel, do you get the shining fills, the music, the hotel? I mean, do you do you feel that, or is it shoehorned? Oh, no, no, it, do you not give a shit? Oh 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 oh! Here's the
1: thing: it's just, it's it's so shoehorn. It's interesting fan service. Now I don't know me when I was watching it because of because of the newly con- the way it's now contextualized. I was just bugged by it, <laughs> but it, it's it's good fan service. They redid the sets and they look great. Really? You know, the music is there. I mean, it's, it,
0: it's, it's cool, but again, the tone of this movie, just the feel of this movie is now so different. Do you, the do first, you, Let me so, back, let's talk about really that good. tone real quick. Do you think the problem here is that you're trying to make Stephen King happy yeah. because he wasn't a fan of Kubrick and The Shining and then you're trying to appease the Shining fans? Yeah,
1: I think, I think, I, I really, I really think that the biggest, yeah, the biggest tonal problem with this is probably the changes that Kubrick made to King's book. Like, I, I actually don't doubt that King's version of The Shining, if if that was what was made, would align well with Doctor Sleep.
0: I would still think it's stupid. because king would add a bunch of stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What do you think? Okay. You, like like what? Well, no, no. Like
1: like um, again, think, characters like like, uh, like like the whole True Knot thing. Okay, this group of, of vampires, energy vampires, um, essentially. Uh, you know, there's a like. It's not a, It's not pulp. I don't think it's not a pulpy quality, but it's uh, I'm trying to think of what it is. I mean, again, I, 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 consider just consider the names, okay? You have a group, you have a group of individuals that are not quite human anymore. They suck the they suck the souls out of people, basically, and and their names are Rose the Hat, Barry the Chunk, Snake by Andy. Crow Daddy, and Grandpa Flick.
0: Jesus. And then there's like three others. That's god-awful. Those,
1: well, when you hear that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, like, in a, in its own movie, okay? In its own separate thing. Like, that will be, okay, whatever, I'll accept that. That's what these people are. Those names are kind of goofy, but I'm sure there's a reason for it, blah, blah, blah. But it's The Shining, like, you put that in the Shining universe. I mean, can you imagine if Jack Torrance was like, hey, this is, you know, this is... Uh, this is our chef. Cook him, up, cook him up Bob. You know? It's like, what's that fucking name? You know, what... It's, it's
0: just a different... Again, it's a different tone. Um, would you have been happier you know, if, if have, they would have just reboot The Shining with, you know, The Shining and make it Stephen King's The Shining and then make Doctor Sleep? I mean... I, if 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 I have to live in a world where Doctor Sleep exists, which I guess I do live in a world where
1: Doctor Sleep <laughs> exists I have to, yeah, I would I would like I would like that. But I, I really, I understand i mean, pragmatic. You can't do that. I get it. I understand. But it just it doesn't it doesn't meld well. It just doesn't meld well at all. You know the first thing that okay, when they go back to the hotel, Danny goes in the hotel and goes uh, to the boiler room and turns it on and turns on the electricity. And a light comes on and
0: he says, wakey, wakey. Like, really? That's a line in this movie? This terror film? <laughs> wakey, shining wakey. People
1: says, wakey, wakey. It's <laughs> such a Hollywood... It's such a Hollywood thing. There's a scene... I'm telling you, there's an image. It's easy to find. There's an image of... Um, Danny Torrance holding an axe with a with a little girl behind him on the stairs where Jack attacked Wendy in the first one.
0: Uh He's
1: standing there like getting ready for battle, and it's just it's such a it's such a picture that just like encapsulates what I was afraid of would happen with this movie. It's like um, I mean again you're like here's our here's the son of
0: Jack Torrance getting ready to fight some ghosts you know, with, with, the,
1: with the little girl prodigy behind them. It looks like a fucking picture from RoboCop
0: 3. You know, you've got like the little girl and there's RoboCop and you're just kind of, at that point you're like, what happened to this fucking franchise? Yeah. You know? Well, let I me... started
1: off with RoboCop 1 and
0: now I've got this shit. Well, let me ask you this, you know? The Shining. Uh, what subgenre of horror is Shining? Is it a ghost, ghost story? Supernatural, right? <coughs>
1: Yeah, I would call it a. If anything, I'd say it's a supernatural.
0: um, It's a supernatural thriller, or or a psychological. Psychological horror, yeah. Thriller. So, what do you put? uh, What subgenre is Doctor Sleep?
1: Doctor Sleep would be horror fantasy. It's a fantasy film. It's fantasy. If, if anything, it's it's got it's more fantastical. It's not an action movie by any means. It's not a comedy, but it's
0: because um, you told me it felt like a superhero it, movie.
1: Yes, I was. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was,
0: good, I, was <laughs> I, I, yeah. Because dude, look, man, The
1: Shining. What was in The Shining? Um, just, just kind of basic telekinesis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you clairvoyance, you can kind of see the future. You can see glimpses of the future, glimpses of the past. And, you know, some of those were horrific. You know what I'm saying? You just had a, a sensitivity to the spiritual energy of a place. And you can communicate, you know? that still exists in, in Doctor Sleep. It's turned up some. And that makes sense. Both of the, like, the new character, uh, Abra or Abra, she's like she's got like super shine like she's got she can move apparently she can move spoons with her mind it's the only time she moves anything with her mind in the movie but apparently she can do it she can astral project so she can be somewhere else or she can she can look like she's somewhere else when she's not um and uh at some point danny possesses her i don't know how that happens
0: but and, that and, and through all this, I have no idea why it's called Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Here, yeah. This is this is a missed opportunity
1: for this movie. I'll say that uh, the whole Dr. Sleep thing, I actually like. I actually really, 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 really like that part of it. Um, what it essentially is is that Danny, uh, he starts to get sober and he's working at a hospice. Uh, and he, because he can kind of the future, and he can kind of connect with people on a on a the psych, psychic level. What he ends up doing is, uh, when people are near death, he goes and he's able to kind of comfort them. He can I don't know if he can necessarily project images into their minds, but at the very least, he's able to connect with them and uh, remind them of things from their past, or how you know this is something to look forward to. So he helps kind of guide them into death and it's actually
0: one of the really touching parts of the movie Okay, it, it, it's really great it's
1: awesome we spend about five minutes on it it's not important
0: okay I was gonna important say important I don't because I don't like the title Doctor Sleep it just sounds stupid especially when you have something like The Shining The Shining sounds yeah. cool it sounds classic right. yeah well, and, and this thing
1: I don't know maybe the book you know deals with it a lot more Maybe but yeah. the
0: movie is just
1: like oh yeah, this is what he does with his shining powers. It's a nice kind of redemptive thing. That's great. But it, it, uh, this is Danny's movie for the first, essentially Danny's movie for the first half of it. But once Abra really becomes part of it, it, we just kind of lose track of Dan. He's just like, he kind of goes in the background and it becomes Abra and the True knot until we go to the third act and we go back to the, uh, the hotel. And then I, it's all over the
0: place, but, man, and, um, and Stephen King is really liking this movie, uh, not only did well, he like does. it, but, he said Dr. Sleep redeems, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, so what's your, do you have any thoughts yeah. on that?
1: Yeah, and you know what, he's probably, he's probably right, because within his vision, it probably fits in perfectly, or much, much closer, because I, you know, I, I don't know what he did, and didn't do in The Shining, um, But King is a little more, I I haven't read, Look, I've never read a Stephen King book in my life. All I've seen is is media based on his work. And, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say that not all, but most Stephen King movies um, have a fantastical element to them. And it can get a little... I feel like they can all get a little goofy. You know, I kind of talked about, I mentioned this with it with you, like you have this pretty cool idea where there's, Hey man, there's this like killer clown and he feeds on fear and all of that. So it's like, okay, man, we've, we've got this supernatural demon killer clown and these kids have to figure out how to get rid of it. And, you know, we can find out that it's eh, an alien or something like that. And, you know, I, whatever I'll accept it. But you know, in, the, in his books, though things get crazy. Like, I, I, from what I understand, at some point he's connected to some kind of fucking space turtle that vomited up like planets.
0: Some <laughs> shit. This is this is
1: just Stephen King. It's just Stephen King. It's just what he does, man. You know, he makes he makes. Stories about trucks that come to life, and you know, they, and there's, you know, it's like it's got the fucking green goblin on the front of it. Like, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of, it's kind of stupid at the same time. It's just what he does. Like, you know, it can be 80% stupid, but it's going to be, or 80% cool, but it's going to be 20% stupid. And so I'm, I, I think this probably fits in his, his thing a lot better. I know at some point in the in the book, there's like a, a fire hose that attacks Danny in The Shining. Like, there's a lot more stuff that happens, and I don't
0: know. So yeah, I, I know. It. I think I, like I think it. in The Shining the uh, the hedges come to life or some shit. They turn come into life. animals and they yeah. you, and they chase, Which, you know, <laughs> Jack Nicholson. And I'm yeah. like, that sounds right. stupid as fuck. Well, and and I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's stupid, maybe it's not. But it's much more in line.
1: With Dr. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know what I'm saying? Um, so
0: And from everything I've heard, you know, I still stick with the, uh, the Kubrick version. Dude, it would take so much... That book would have to suck my dick for me to like it more than The Shining movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and look, man, I've watched The Shining a bunch. And of course I watched it recently. It's not a perfect movie.
1: There's, you know, I can't, like, the rules of... How things work in The Shining are foggy at best. I appreciate some of the things that Dr. Sleep tried to do with expanding what happened there. There are some things that if you want to accept them in Dr. Sleep, you know, be like, you know, well, why, you know, why certain things happen in The Shining? Or when you revisit it, you know, uh, spoiler, you see Jack Torrance in Dr. Sleep at the end. He's now the bartender at The Overlook. Hmm. And that's kind of neat in that it's like, you know, well, he's now the bartender and he doesn't acknowledge that he's ever been anything but the bartender. So it's like, Oh, I kinda of see how this works here, you know, the the hotel absorbs a person and that's just where they are now. So it's like that's kind of cool. That's kind of neat. I can accept that,
0: but What's, so? What's your opinion on you uh, and McGregor? Because you know we love you and McGregor. We're both Star Wars fans. We can't wait for Obi wan yeah, Kenobi yeah. next year or twenty twenty one, whenever it releases. So, how did he do in this? Yeah. Um. So. So after second viewing, and
1: I was I was really trying to look at performances on this other viewing. Um. You McGregor does. He does fine. But he's, he's not, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't bring a lot of emotion to this. And it's surprising. It's really surprising to me just how little, like, real, real emotional performance there is there. It's just, I'm not saying he totally phoned it in, but he's not doing anything exceptional. And the thing is, I just don't feel like anything's coming from the heart from him. And, and, his accent, his American accent is so, it is, is not great. Like his, no. his, his normal accent is just right, it's right on the cusp of coming out. You can tell he's doing an American accent. Mm. Um, he's not, look, he's not doing awful work right here, but he's not, he's doing nothing exceptional. He's not, he's not elevating this part to where it needs to be. And that's unfortunate.
0: You know? While you were talking, I pulled up a Stephen King quote. You want to know what he said about The Shining? Yeah, go ahead. Let's see, I just lost it. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase it then. Um, He pretty, so he said that The Shining is a, pretty much a Cadillac, a beautiful Cadillac with no engine. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, well, and, and, and I think, and here's, I think I understand why he would maybe think that. Um, I'll I'll say this also. Dr. Sleep is way more upfront and blunt about uh, being about alcoholism and abuse and all that. It is, it's way more direct um, about that. And I think I read in an interview that, that, you know, King was like, you know, Kubrick's version kind of pulled back on the alcoholism and everything. And, um, and so, you know, when you are when you're the writer of this book and, you know, kind of the lore of things like, you know, how the shining works and also this, the themes of your, of your book, you know, like alcoholism and all this other stuff, when those things aren't put, uh, center stage, the way you had them, it feels like the heart of your old book is probably gone. I can understand how he would maybe feel that way. At the same time, I I don't if, if you if anyone wants to read my my nomination review for The Shining. I I think The Shining is all about abuse and alcoholism. <laughs> like I don't I don't think it's I, I think it's right
0: there. It's just not hitting you over the fucking head with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I, I really,
1: really, really feel like King is not that great at being subtle about his themes. Like he's very—I I don't, I don't, I don't see him as a master of subtlety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I can understand where he's coming from, um, but I don't know what to tell you, man. Like. <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's not the movie that got made. So, we know what Stephen King thinks about The Shining, right? Yep. So, let's just fuck around here, okay? Okay. What do you think Stanley Kubrick would think about Dr. Sleep? I think
1: I think Kubrick would um I don't I really don't think Kubrick
0: would would like it very much. I don't think it's because <laughs> I, I, I really I really think it's because... And you, okay. I'm sorry, real quick, you've met Kubrick, what, uh, five five times?
1: Yeah, yeah. I Me and Kubrick are
0: like fucking best friends, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, yeah. But no, I
1: i, I think that the changes that Kubrick made to The Shining were for the sake of the characters. To give, you know, to give you a... a an emotional experience for the characters it's less about plot it's less about world building or the design of how these things work and it's about what the character is going through you know what i'm saying and i i think everything that he pulled back is so that you could focus on on those more those aspects you know and to put a little bit of mystery into the whole thing um, not to be solved, but again, just to be experienced. And I think that's why, you know, I think it's one of the reasons why the movie works so well. But th- this one is just very, it's very plot driven. Like, it's very plot driven. Dr. Sleep is all
0: plot. What do you, like you know? What do you think the Rotten Tomato score is on Dr. Sleep? It's
1: probably
0: in the 70s, I think. It's 72%. So how low would you go? Yeah. Um,.
1: I would probably put this. I'd probably put this in the 30s. Because, listen, man. It's it's not a it's some incompetently made movie. It's not. It's not that it doesn't have its charms. it falls so hard when it tries to ride on the coattails of The Shining. That's that's its biggest problem. And I I think that this director, given that he had to kind of serve two masters, I think he did about as good a job as you can. But this, Doctor Sleep as as a, a work as a story okay it's just the way it is and the Shining film are just cinematically they're oil and water really? you can put them in the same container but they don't mix you know what I mean? they, yeah. just, they don't they don't belong together they just don't so he did his best but um, they don't mix
0: man all right, let's no. let's wrap this up. But before we do that, let's sum it up. All right, give me your, you know, let the hate flow through you, and give me your one minute hate rant to sum it all up. You know, why should we hate this movie, Ryan? Go. All
1: right, man. Look, this is a movie that takes that takes everything subtle, everything terrifying, everything personally uh, 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 disturbing intense about The Shining and it just turns into a superhero movie. It turns into this bad superhero movie about vampires. And uh, there's no terror. This movie is not scary. This movie is not horror at all. You have goofy-ass names goofy-ass characters. (laughs) All the shit that they add, the new rules of The Shining, all of this, they don't really connect very well to the old one. And Let's push all of the Shining stuff aside. The movie looks really bad. It looks like it has an Instagram filter on top of it. I hate the colors in this movie. I hate it. The worst. The worst. The cinematographer, the the shots themselves are okay, but this is the worst color grade, the worst artistic choice I've I've seen in a long time. Um, The dialogue is cheesy. It's corny. We literally have characters with... Just with superpowers, the villains—the villains are not a threat at all. The villains get manhandled. This whole movie, these beings that can supposedly suck the life of everyone and live for generations—they can literally just be shot. You shoot them. This is how they kill them. They just shoot them with guns. <laughs> That's hmm. the answer. This is a—and you know, Rose and all these other people. Like we talk about these. You know, well, her powers are this, and and average powers are that, and all this. And I'm like, guys why am I talking about power levels? Why am I talking about power levels in the Shining movie?
0: I shouldn't <laughs> talk about
1: power levels in the Shining movie. That's comic book shit.
0: <laughs> Guys, fuck. I'm serious. It's just plot-wise,
1: whatever, you can say, oh, it connects to the Shining, but it is not. in the same cinematic, it doesn't speak the same language as the Shining. And it's just not, <laughs> it's just not a great, movie. There's so much Hollywood bullshit in this movie. I didn't even need to talk about so much shit. I'm
0: telling (laughs) you. I'm telling you. Is there anything else you wanted to sprinkle in there before we shut it down? No,
1: sure. Oh, let me me tell you let me tell you, uh, let me tell you about the end confrontation. Let me explain this to you. Okay? Okay. uh, So, first of all, Abra uh, has manhandled Rose this whole movie. Okay? She she manages to get into Rose's head and uh, and fuck with her, okay? This little girl, all right? They get the idea to try and kill these guys because they know that the the True Knot's going to come after them. So they astral project uh, Abra to the woods, okay? Abra's really at home somewhere else, but she astral projects to the woods so that the True Knot goes after her there. Then when they go to get her, Danny and uh, Danny's friend are in the woods with guns, and they shoot them. And that's how almost everyone dies. Is they just get shot? These in these beings that live forever, they just get shot like any other human. They're not strong. They're not powerful. They're not anything. They
0: just die. They're not. Whore, they're not horror icons. They're not supervillains. They're not horror <laughs> icons. And, then, and so then we have so we have Rose. She
1: goes and and basically Danny's idea is. Hey, you know what? The same way that Rose wants to eat our power, the ghost at the hotel will want to eat her. It's dangerous for us, but it's dangerous for her too. So this is where we're going to have our confrontation. Take her to the house, okay? And Danny unleashes a ghost. Danny has learned from Scatman Crothers' character for the first movie how to the ghost in his mind in these boxes. So he gets her there and gets her all... Worked up and then unleashes the ghost. The ghosts attack Rose, ghosts kill Rose. Then they turn on Danny because Danny had apparently his plan was to unleash the ghost, but he had no
0: plan on what to do after the ghosts turn on him. <laughs> so, <laughs> this sounds crazy, dude. Uh,
1: so, oh, I mean, it's nuts. And what happens is, you, you, it, it cuts and there's Abra and she's walking around the hotel. And you don't know what's going on. And then Danny shows back up in the hallway. And his eyes are fucked up and he's got an ax and he's going to chase her through the halls of, uh, of the hotel, just like his dad chased him through the the maze at the end of the okay, uh, sure. training. So the ghosts for whatever, these starving ghosts that are, that are hungry and they want to eat all, you know, eat your energy. They just possess Danny. They don't kill him. No, I don't know why they possess him and they send him after Abra. now, I don't know. Maybe this is like, I would love for them to explain that because maybe that would explain the shining. Like why did they, you know, possess the dad to kill the kid when they wanted the kid? I don't know. But now they got what they want and they didn't kill him. uh, And then he goes to kill her. And Abra's like, dude, it's everything you expect from a Hollywood movie. She's just like, I know you're in there. You know, you're not, you're not this thing. You're Danny Torrance. And, he snaps out of it, and she runs away, and then he blows up the hotel. I mean, it's, it's everything that you would expect from just a Hollywood, let's take all the elements, the fantastical elements, and let's just make a movie out of what's left. It's... <sighs>
0: Brad, you have to see this movie. I don't, wa- <laughs> and, I don't and, want to. Don't... I don't want to. No <laughs> but you have to you have to because you have no idea. I how was, much dude. You can I buy. was not. Like I said, I was not impressed with the trailer. The only thing I liked no, about true. the trailer was the uh, Kubrick imagery, and that and that was it. Sure. Yeah. Oh man! So you yeah, don't you sure. do not paint a pretty picture, Ryan. No, I, if
1: if you love The Shining, if you love The Shining for more than just. The plot of The Shining.
0: I think The Shining is perfect understand. cinema. I don't know how... I
1: don't understand how anyone can watch this glossy Hollywood bullshit movie with one-liners and stupid-ass names and say that it blends so well with the Kubrick movie. And it it doesn't at all. It shares some elements. But, you know... I, it's, I mean, so what, but look, it's it's, and this is a bad example because both movies are good, but it is it's Alien and Aliens. Aliens is a totally different movie than Alien.
0: But it I works. Think anybody can agree with that. Yeah, but it that works, one right? Worked. That one worked. But imagine the same idea, but it doesn't work. <laughs> same <laughs> so idea, one, but it doesn't work. You know, you've got
1: psychological supernatural terror, and then you've got supernatural fantasy half-superhero movie.
0: And whatever, dude. Man, you and I have very, very similar tastes. Now, we have disagreed in the past, but we have very similar tastes, so I don't know if I'm going to go watch this. I have, You do have me curious. I almost want to drop everything I'm doing and go watch this. this, just so I can call you and be like, you're right, you're wrong, and just have a conversation about it, but yeah. I will more than likely wait for Blu-ray. <laughs> Yeah, I, but you have to see it. At some point, you have to see it. I will I will yeah. see it, I promise. I just don't know if I'm going to make the journey to the theater. <laughs> Especially after your glowing review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, I think I would, I believe yeah. your review over the, uh, the thousand yeah. bright yeah. reviews that are out there. That and, you um, know, again, I was not impressed with the trailer. I, what's, yeah, what's really bothersome is that all the things,
1: all the things that people say in their glowing reviews, They always talk about how well it fits, how much it works, and how, you know, whatever. And it's, I just, I disagree with all of it. There's so much shit, dude. The use of the music, there's so much shit. I could go on for hours.
0: All right, well, are you ready to put this quickie to sleep?
1: Yeah, quickie. We'll put that in quotes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was, this was designed as a quickie. Ten minutes and out. But uh, I called you before we started recording. I was like, hey, just go. Just go with it. We'll just turn it into yeah. a, a Video Land episode. And, and uh, we'll, we, we won't we will worry about being quick. Because <laughs> I didn't think you could be quick yeah. with your, uh, with your yeah. rant on this. So as usual, guys, I hope everyone enjoyed Ryan's rant. Uh, <laughs> uh, where can Video Land find you, Ryan? Oh,
1: man, find me on the Facebook group. Uh, I don't bitch about Dr. Sleep all the time. I've held my tongue.
0: So, but you know, you've uh, wanted to yeah. though, right? Because I've tagged you in every started, glowing review. I know, I know, I know, I know. You
1: kept, you. I, it, there's a lot of bait out there. <laughs> I
0: wanted to fight,
1: but I don't know. I can't just I can't just show up to be a dick and then
0: leave. And I didn't want to get into a big conversation about it. Yeah, and you would have. Uh, I would have. All right. To all of our listeners, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Instagram. But the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, peace out.